I got a, I got a text yesterday from a uh, Talmud's wife saying that she um, she cooked meat in her fish pot if uh, if the meat is kosher. So I figured good opportunity to talk about fish and meat. Uh, what we have to do between fish and meat. As background, the Torah in Devarim Perek Dalid Pasuk Tess, and again Pasuk Tess Vav t- warns us about how careful we have to be about our health. The Rambam in the 11th Perek of Hilchus Rotzeh, Halacha Hei and Vav, says that someone who does things that are unhealthy and says that, hey, I could do whatever I want because it's my body, so I'm allowed to treat it however I want, is deserving of Malkus. It's absolutely us to do things that are, uh, that are unhealthy or that are dangerous. We discussed this a little bit when we discussed extreme sports, but against that backdrop, it's important to know the Gemara in Mesef tells us fish cooked with meat cannot be eaten because of davar acher. It will lead you to davar acher. Now the word davar acher, in the way the Gemara uses it, means a lot of things. Davar acher literally probably translates to the unspeakable. It leads to something very, very bad that we can't say, like like when people refer to cancer as yenamachla. You know, you just don't want to say things that are that are so bad. So uh, Rashi says, Rashi has to fill us in. We need to know what it's talking about. Rashi says it means saras. That if you uh, that if you if you eat fish and meat together, you'll get saras. Now the Shulchan Aruch and Yardes and Kufta Zayin Sif Beis says that you have to be very careful not to eat fish and meat together because of saras. He quotes this lahalacha. Now the question is, does this still apply nowadays? Because we have no medical data whatsoever that suggests that eating meat and fish together will bring about leprosy. So the Shulchan Aruch cites a lot of uh, a lot of items that you're not allowed to do uh, based on health concerns in Yardes Sim Kufta Zayin, and he says that you're not allowed to drink galoi from liquid that was left exposed overnight and because a snake might have put its venom into it. And then the Shulchan Aruch says, but nowadays in our communities we don't have so many snakes slithering around, so you don't have to worry about it so much anymore. Then he quotes the din about the fish and the meat, but he never says, nowadays you don't have to worry about it anymore. So it's strange. When it comes to the galoi, he says, ah, you don't have to worry. Fish and meat... He doesn't say that. So the Yad Ephraim and Kufta Zayin quotes from many poskim who say that's because the Isra still applies. I we don't see any evidence of it, but it's not the kind of thing that you see such clear evidence of anyway. Meaning a snake, you see it. There's a snake around, the snake is around. If there's no snake around, there's no snake around. But when you're dealing with something like this, that it causes your body to react in a certain way, the results aren't always immediate, and who knows? Maybe it is taking years off your life, and you just have no idea. Maybe if I die at 117, I was really supposed to live to 120 and who knows who knows what what what, it, what it's really doing to me so you don't uh, so that's why uh, Yad Ephraim suggests not mention Shulchan Aruch however Magen Avram and Orchayim Simen Kuf Ayin Gimel says that there are a lot of natural phenomena mentioned in the Gemara that no longer apply today such as this one that fish and meat is no longer a problem it's just not dangerous and therefore it's nothing to be concerned about whatsoever that is the sheet of the Magen Avram so that's important to realize that that itself is machlokas. Generally speaking, we're machmir like what seems like the shita of the Shulchan Aruch, but it's important to know that there is this shita of the Magen Avram as well. Now, if we're going to be machmir, not to have fish and meat together, so what do we have to do to separate fish and meat? So the Torah in Yardea Kufta Zayin says that he saw that the Rush, his father, used to wash his hands and eat bread that was soaked in wine in between eating fish and meat. And he would wash his hands to make sure that in case there's any fish residue left on his hands, while he's eating the meat, he might put his hands to 
his mouth, and then he'll get that fish residue, and that will be dangerous. And he would eat the soaked bread to clear his mouth out of any taste of the fish before he puts the uh, the, the meat in his mouth. Shulchan Aruch says that that's what you're supposed to do, and the Grus says that if you eat in a place where you can see whether there's fish residue on your hands, or if you eat with a fork where uh, where where there's not going to be anything on your hands, then you don't need to wash your hands. Just use a different fork that doesn't have fish residue on it, and that's where the minute comes from that we have fish forks and meat forks because we don't want to have the fish residue left on the fork. That is the sheet of the Shulchan Aruch. However, the Ramah in Darke Moshe, Kufta Zayin Oz Gimel says in the name of the Mordechai that there's probably not really any danger in eating fish and meat that weren't actually cooked together. The danger the Gemara speaks about is when fish and meat were cooked together, not having fish and meat one right after the other. So, okay, we're knowing to be machmir, not even have fish and meat one right after the other without doing something in between. But he says, you don't have to wash your hands and mouth out in between, uh, the, in between eating fish and meat. The Raman Kufta Zayin Sif Gimel says, Lahalacha, not necessary to wash, your, to, to wash your hands, but the common minig is that we eat solid food and drink some liquid in between fish and meat. That's why many are knowing to have a little piece of challah and a lechayim, a little, uh, little schnapps or something to wash out the, ma- the mouth after the gefilte fish on Friday night or whatever uh, to, uh, to, to wash out the mouth um, between eating the fish and the meat. That's what the Ramah recommends, lahalacha. Now, what comes up more commonly, because that's no big deal to put a little liquid in your mouth and a little solid in your mouth, you know, that's no big deal. It's easy to be machmir. You always get a fish fork anyway. That's easy. You could just wipe off the fork. That would be just as good also. But uh, the, the bigger question is, what about the kalim? That will come, that's what comes up more, more frequently. Shulchan Aruch and Sim Kufches, Sif Aleph says, a person should avoid the issue of recha, which means to cook uh, kosher and non-kosher in the same oven at the same time, Shulchan Aruch says you shouldn't do that, but if you did it, it's still kosher, because now we once discussed recha, we discussed the kashras of ovens but the question is, how do we apply recha to fish, let's say you have fish and meat both uncovered, cooking in the same oven at the same time, should you avoid them now because of recha, is it the same as kashras, which would mean it's okay, but you shouldn't do it or is it different than kashras? Now, if it's different than kashras, you can go in two directions. On the one hand, you could say, well, it's, we should be more makil because this isn't really a din. You have the Magen of Ram, it doesn't really apply anymore nowadays. On the other hand, you could say we should be more machmir because this is a sakana issue. And we have a concept in Chazal, chamira sakanta meyisura. Sakana has to be taken more seriously than Isra has to be taken. So maybe we should be more machmir over here. So there are three shitos. The Ramah says that you should do exactly what you do with kashos. L'chadchila, don't cook it in the oven at the same time, but the oven it's kosher. And that's the Archa Shulchan uh, says that we should follow the Ramah. Shach quotes the shito, the marshal, that you're even allowed to cook it l'chadchila in the same oven together because... Uh, um, the, uh, even those who believe that Reicha Milsa would agree that that's only true by Isser. By Sakana, Reicha Zlav Milsa. And then the Shach quotes the sheet of the Beersheva that no, you go in the opposite direction, that we're more Machmir by cooking fish and meat, that even B'dyeved, you're going to have to throw it all out. That even B'dyeved, it's because of Chamira Sakanta Meisura, uh, we're, we're going to be more Machmir, you're going to have to get rid of it. So that's when you cook it in the same oven. What about using the same utensils to cook uh, the, the Shiloh that I got? Using the fish pot to cook uh, meat or using a meat pot to cook fish. So um, it happens to be many women are knowing that they have their fish pot, that they use dafka for fish. question is, is there any 
is there any reason for that lahalacha? So poskim are not convinced that you, you actually need to have separate pots for fish and meat. The Torah quotes those who are machmir to have separate fish kalim. Shulchan Aruch doesn't make any mention of that requirement. And Rafaim is Magalios and Yad Rafaim and Yaradeya Kuftesayin says that you're for sure allowed to use the same utensils for meat and fish even when they're cooked within 24 hours of each other in the pot. You don't even have to wait till Sena Ben Yomo. You can use the uh, the same utensils. The only place that we're machmir Pisvei Tshuva quotes from Teferis Moshe, that if they were cooking in the same pot at the same time, that's where it's going to be bad. That's that's going to be bad for the pot. That can transfer iser into the pot or sakana into the pot. So that he says we're going to be more machmir about. Now, will you say? Do we assume that uh, sakana is batal b'shishim? That fish is batal b'shishim? You know, a major shaila came up when they first. What's the name of the cookbook? Very popular cookbook. Um, Ah, come on, Kushner, I think, in, in Kushner they put it out. There's a, uh, how, well, I'm asking a room full of yeshiva guys. Ah, the married guy. So, uh, <laughs> so yeah, kosher by design or kosher, whatever. All those, uh, when the first one came out, they had a recipe for a veal spinach roll that called for a sauce that involves Worcester sauce. And it was delicious. So everyone was making this. Like, uh, it was, became a very popular recipe. All the stores were loading up on, all the Jewish supermarkets were loading up on Worcester sauce and, uh, and, and, and on veal, on, on chopped veal, because people were making this all the time. The problem is, some people looked at the bottle of Worcester sauce, and it's, one of the ingredients is fish in the, in the sauce. So you let it put that sauce on the veal, on the meat. Veal is a different issue. We'll get to veal maybe a different time, whether veal is kosher. But you know, are you allowed to put that sauce on the, on the meat? Assuming veal is kosher, are you allowed to put the, the sauce on, on, on the meat? So this, this is a major discussion in the post. And the Taz in Kufta Science of Cotton Bays says that dangerous foods cannot be batal bashishim. The assumption is the amount of fish is so minimal that it's batal bashishim. The OU's policy is that they'll write OU fish if it's more than 1.67% uh, fish in the ingredients. Most of the time, the workers are sauce, they, won't, they don't write OU fish because it's less than shishim already in the sauce. Certainly when combined with the meat, it's going to be less than shishim. So do you apply bitl b'shishim by sakana? So the Taz says, no, chamir sakanta me'asura. You don't apply bitl b'shishim. Shach disagrees. Shach says, we do apply bitl b'shishim, and it does become batal, and, uh, and therefore you don't have to worry about it. So I asked Rav Shachter what we should do in this kind of situation. Should we allow people to, you, people ask that question all the time. Can they put the sauce on the, uh, on, on the meat? So Rav Shachter said that the reason the OU's policy is that they don't write OU fish on that, on, on, on the sauce, is because of tziruf of the two shitos. Number one, you have the sheet of the shach who holds anyway that it's batal b'shishim. And even if you want to say like the taz that sakana can't be batal, but you have the sheet of the magen avram that it's not even a sakana anymore to have meat and fish together. So between the two shitos together, he thought that there's enough to be samichan, that you don't have to be machmir not to use that sauce. He says if you want to be so from, to be, to be so machmir about this, great, then read the ingredients, and you'll find, meaning he didn't think that it was the OU's responsibility to put OU fish on that, if you want to be machmer on yourself, so go ahead and read the ingredients and you can be machmer on yourself, but he didn't think that that was, uh, that was necessary. Okay, another side discussion is fish and milk. That's a Svardi uh, Chumrah that we could discuss maybe some other time.